Like mm. I felt, I'm just going to be really vulnerable here. I felt so down on Sunday, just pessimistic, like didn't really care. For some reason, I felt like, uh, I felt a, a huge sense of FOMO, like we're missing out if we go home and we're missing out if we stay here. Like it just, nothing felt great. And I hate that. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. This week is brought to you by our friends at Drew Coffee, Kiki Milk, and Kinder Beauty. Drew Coffee may just be the world's best coffee. Uh, could be a by statement, but I'm going to roll with it. Code ADULTING will get you 30% off at checkout. Kiki Milk, our favorite plant-based milk made specifically for kids. It is a milk that Gio and Ivory absolutely love. And I know everybody who's tried it so far is saying the same thing. Code ADULTING will get you 20% off at checkout. And Kinder Beauty, uh, world's best cruelty-free vegan beauty subscription box. Code Daniela Monet 50 will get you 50% off your first month at kinderbeauty.com. Listening, you know how we do. Hi, I'm Andrew, the father. We got Ivory, the daughter, and Gio, our little man, and Daniela. I don't think an entrance is needed. You probably know the voice from all the time on Nickelodeon. Yeah. He's a duck like a mother father. If you got a son or daughter, it could be a lot of we know. She ain't gotta be the mother father. You could be the son or daughter. This is still the right show. Yeah, we'll meet you where you are in your life or your car. If you need or your father, you got a cat or a dog. Good vibes or a problem in school. I got a job. We just want to know who you are so we can say thank you listening to adulting like a mother father hope you guys enjoyed this now sit back relax and enjoy the show Yay! welcome back we're coming off of a, a ride of a weekend we've got some uh, new energy for you okay we've got some loose concepts in terms of some segments we're going to pepper into this episode because it's just you and I, baby. It's just you and I, and it's also just time for a switch up. Yeah. And I'm, you know what? It's just you and I, and we haven't done this in a while, but we are so jam packed this month with awesome guests. So, um, if I don't know about you, but like, I'm, I'm really enjoying the guest segments again. Me too. There was a period of time. I don't know how much we've actually talked about this on the show, but there was a period of time where like we, we much preferred it to be just you and I, like maybe a big part of it was because it was easier for us. Yeah, sure. I think logistically, yes, it was easier because we just didn't have the, like the bandwidth to like manage kids and life and all the things. So managing a guest was tricky, but, um, but I think also like that time of our life, we probably needed more of our solo communication. (laughs) Whereas like now, I don't know, like there's a tiny bit more balance and now we're, we're open to having just more conversations about like, you know, other parts of our life outside of like our four walls. So it's nice to have guests. But I think when it comes to podcasting, like one of the most beautiful things about like one of the best things about it in my mind is being able to have like these awesome conversations with people that you don't know, Mm -hmm. you may have never connected with before. Like it gives you the ability to do that. Number one, but like you learn so much. Totally. You know? And we're like cherry picking our guests now, mm-hmm. you know, like we're actually being pretty intentional. And, um, so I'm really excited. So you guys can expect some really cool guests and I'm just going to drop some names. One of them being the one, 
the only, you've heard her name before, Kelly Daniel. Whoop, whoop. So Kelly, um, you know, I was just talking to her about like what we're going to talk about. She has a really interesting story about how she got started in this business that she basically created herself out of college um, and now is working with basically everything that we're touching, you know, kinder, adulting, Daniela's Digest, now my personal account, but she has other clients that she works with as well. She's got other endeavors that she's working on, um, writing and all these other, like, she's just a talented girl. So I want to talk to her. We also have Marissa Bronfman, who um, is really kind of someone I just recently met um, at the Vegan Women's Summit, who I like think is just an absolute badass. She's going to talk about finances and investing and being an impact investor and what that means. We also have Sydney Raskin, um, who, sorry, I didn't mean to do that on, on the calendar. It was just Sydney Raz. So I don't know if he goes by Cindy Raz, Sydney Raz or Sydney Raskin, but he, um, he's like blowing up on TikTok and Instagram reels. He talks about like adulting and growing up and he's just a group, a cool like content creator. Love it. And then Jessica Bomb, who I'm Wait, like, is Sydney the one that does the, uh, yeah. the things I wish I would have known in 30th. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you're in your thirties. Um, and then Jessica Baum, who is, um, like a relationships and partnership expert. And she talks about anxiety and mental health. So there's just a lot to unpack there, but until then, okay, there's our housekeeping for the top of show. Mm-hmm. Let's get into what we're about to get into, which is, um, you know, wins and fails, hit them with some new segments and just talk about the weekend. Let's do it. All right. What, what are your wins and fails? So, okay. So my win, uh, is is very personal as it's my win. It's it's pretty simple. Uh, I'm just happy that today, Monday, which is the day we record, I got my ass out of bed. Mm. My alarm went off this morning at five o'clock, and the last thing that I wanted to do was wake up, and I didn't. I pressed snooze one time. Mm-hmm. I actually, I don't even think I heard it. It was underneath my pillow, which is horrible to do now, but I have to put it there, otherwise it wakes you up, and then and then my life's over. But anyways, I woke up. I'm happy I did it. It was the very last thing I wanted to do. I got my ass to the gym before I even had a workout. I had a conversation with my buddy, Charlie, who's my friend of 20 years from back home. Everyone knows if they listen to the show. Everybody knows. Uh, But I'm still on it. I'm still on it. I've lost track at this point. It's week seven or eight getting up. Monday is the most important day for me. If I conquer Monday, I conquer the rest of the week. Okay. Okay. Love that. What's your win? Okay. My win is similar to that. Um, I've been much more structured with getting in some workouts for myself. So Wednesday mornings and Friday mornings are kind of like my non-negotiable. I wake up. Um, I don't get out as early as Andrew does, but I'll try to make like a 7.30 or an 8.45 F45 class, which that was really confusing. But F45 is just like a local like hit workout class. Um, that's kind of how I like to operate these days. Actually, for a long time, since I've known you, I started with berries. Like I need some structure in my class or like a structured workout or else I feel like I'm not making the most of my time. Um, and I also just like the energy. I like the camaraderie. I like the loud music. I like the challenge. I like comp- competing. I like it all. So that's been a massive win because not only has it given like some some of me back, like makes me feel like, okay, I, this is familiar. This makes me feel like how I felt before kids, you know? Um, but it also like gives me confidence, something about working out. And I said this, I said this after seeing Carrie Underwood, I was just like, I have so much respect for people who have like muscles and a physique because I know that behind that granted, yes, the look is a nice and it's like impressive, but also I just know what goes into it, that hard work, that dedication, that 
prioritizing yourself, that discipline, like all of that is something that I am attracted to and I want Mm -hmm. to have more of. And so when I see other people, um, kind of represent that in some way, like I am more and more inspired, like I'm influenced by that. Yeah. So I get that. It makes a lot of sense. And I think like that discipline, like all that trickles down into everything else we do. So when I see that someone can like get that in check and it's, yeah, like I can imagine that a lot of other things are probably thriving or at least they have the the tools to thrive. You know what I love about the body is like the, your, your fitness, your activity levels, like at the end of the day, your, your body for the most part is like one of, in my mind, one of the only things that like you have control over, Yep. you know, like you make the decisions, like a, a lot of other things in your life, whether it's work, family, whatever, there's all these external factors that you often can't control. But when it comes to your fitness and, and it's really your mind over your body, like that's the one thing or one of the few things that I feel like you control almost all of it. Yep. And when I'm able to control that part of my life or if I feel like I have a grip on it, it feels like I can control many other pieces of my life. Mm-hmm. Totally. I love that. And I, and I haven't felt that in a long time. And it wasn't until you basically said to me, like, are these mornings working for you? Like, what can I do to help you get more time for yourself? And I said, <laughs> I'll take Wednesdays and Fridays over here. <laughs> so just quickly, that great. makes me think of, so uh, we, we, uh, we had a great weekend. We went to stagecoach. We'll talk all about it, but we ran into a few different people. And one was, uh, uh, a female listener of the show and she was there with her husband. Oh my God. This <laughs> she, was great. She Anna. looked at me, she, you know, she was stoked to see Daniela. She was like, Hey dude, to me, <laughs> she looked at me, she said, you talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get into that hey. later. But she said, I guess she said her husband's the same, right? I think, yeah. So I think she just out. kept saying how she related to our like communication issues. Oh, right. Yeah. And right. so I was like, I feel seen. I yeah. Feel but girl, better. this, that's where the communication comes in. Madonna me. All right. Let's get to the fail. My fail is, is my computer goes on sleep here. Oh, this guy has everything written down. Mm -hmm. Nothing is more on brand for you, Andrew. Well, that's how it should be. My fail, uh, I'm coming at you from the dad part of me. Okay. And uh, I'm just feeling challenged with Geo at the moment. Mm -hmm. And this morning, like, I'm talking about what was maybe 12 hours ago at this point, which is crazy because things change so fast with kids, right? You can have like one hour can be the worst thing ever. The next hour can be the most beautiful thing ever, right? But just in general, over the last few days, like I'm feeling challenged because I feel like he's getting super mad at me when I come to him from a a disciplined perspective, right? Because I feel like that's my job as dad. Uh, And I'm struggling with that because there's a big part of me that wants him to like me and wants to be friends with him. And there's another part of me that knows that I have to do the right thing. Yeah. And we, Gio is a wild child sometimes and he needs the structure. I think all kids do. I think kids thrive within structure, but he don't want to hear it right mm-hmm. now. None of it. Mm-hmm. Right. He either like literally screams at me or he just walks away and like keeps going about his business, which is like the most frustrating thing. It's like when I talk to you and you just like ignore me completely, you know, (laughs) like it's, it's hard. Um, or he gets like, he gets pretty emo about it and like just drops his head. And like, that's the, those are the ones that like really hurt your heart. But I'm just trying to, I'm struggling to find the balance of how do I, 
I don't think there's any one right way, but how do I, how do I discipline so that he like, cause he needs it, but also how do I continue to, to discipline gently so that we can always have open communication? Sure. You and know? it's like walls don't come up cause I can see it happen before yeah. my eyes. Mm-hmm. Like he starts to shut down and I, you know, I relate to him in a lot of ways. And I think it's so interesting because I've been doing a lot of thinking around that too lately where I'm like, is this more nature or nurture? You know, is this like naturally who he is, like who he was dispositioned to be? Or is this like the nurturing that maybe I've done because I have similar qualities um, to that? Like I'm more, I'm probably sensitive in a way that like I, yeah, you guys know, it's like I just shut down a little bit and, um, I don't know. I've just done some thinking around that because I want to help him. I think everyone who is now a parent wants to sort of help their child where maybe you struggled. Right. So like for me, you know, if I, I, as a kid, very vividly remember being incredibly sensitive. I could not handle getting in trouble, being told like I did something wrong. Like my, like even in class, like in school, if some, if a teacher looked at me wrong or said like, you need to stop talking or something like that, like I will forever resent them (laughs) or like resent them. Yeah. Or like, I just, I know that makes no sense. That's not logical. It's no, but it's like, I could not handle any form of criticism or even if it was maybe in like a gentle way, like maybe it, it resonated differently if it was like extra gentle, but like I had such a hard time taking anything from anyone. I felt so offended. And then like, just, I would just, yeah, I would just like shut down. Believe it or not, I was the same way. So it doesn't surprise me that Gio is the way that Gio is. Like I was a really sensitive kid. I'm a sensitive male. Um, in comparison to what you would think of most males as. And, uh, so, so it doesn't surprise me the difference between us and maybe just use the wrong word is when like, I hated getting in trouble. I hated failing at anything. I hated, uh, not being looked at as like I was doing everything right or perfect. It would make me sad when those things came up. Not like I wouldn't resent, you know Uh what I mean? So I think, I don't know why I was like this and why I'm actually kind of still like this, or I have to like acknowledge it now is that, um, like I can think of like vivid examples. Like if for some reason my parents and my parents didn't like discipline, I don't feel like they disciplined me very much. Like I feel like they didn't think they could. Like Mm -hmm. I thought, I think they knew that I thought I had my shit together and that I was like overly confident and quote unquote mature. But in reality I needed so much support and love and guidance, Mm -hmm. but I just didn't think I could get it from them or like didn't, receive it well from them. But I remember like if I felt like I did something wrong and then they said something to me, are you ready for this? I probably said this before, but like I would just, I was young and I would just like leave. Yeah. I would just like go on a long ass walk and like disappear for a while. And it's not okay, but I'm saying this out loud because I'm recognizing like those patterns and, and imagine yeah, what it was like as your parents though. Dude, I'm now hearing it like out loud and I'm thinking, gosh, almighty, like mm-hmm. buckle up guys. Like we got to get a grip but on I this But I feel like now. that's what we're already dealing with. And I get frustrated because I see myself in that and I think it's it's a bit of self-reflection from my For standpoint, sure. right? And like it frustrates me because I know like there's there's so much beauty in being an empath and being sensitive and, and whatnot. 
Uh, but it also brings its challenges too. So there are things that were difficult for me that I, that I dealt with and deal with mentally where I think maybe it's me not wanting that for him, mm-hmm. like just wanting him to be a little bit stronger for all of what life is going to throw at him, mm-hmm. you know, but also as a, as a, just as a parent, right? Like your patience on some days is tested like literally all day long. Everything is a no, like you got to repeat yourself a thousand times, mm-hmm. you know, they're doing everything they shouldn't do things that like could get them seriously hurt or mm-hmm. worse, you know? And you just like, there are times where like, you just want what you say to be what happens. Oh yeah. I know. You know, and it's really hard in those moments to stay gentle and stay understanding and like really be strategic in the way like you, you address <laughs> you them, yeah. you know? And, yeah. and like, that's where the struggle is. Cause like when, when I'm calm and when I have the ability to think through like how I want to approach him, not so hard. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty receptive to that. But like when I start getting worked up, when I feel like, you know, he's been testing me all day long or whatever, that's when I get less patient and that's when he shuts down. Yeah. And it's just really hard to find that line to where you're always doing it right. But I think the reality is like, you just can't, you can't always do it right. This is what we were talking about earlier. I was saying how, you know, in a perfect world, if this was the only thing in the world that you were meant to be doing right now would be like a hundred percent parenting at all given times. But like the truth is, is like we are all individuals, right? So like we're dealing with our own level of, you know, stress or, you know, a lack of sleep because maybe the kids woke up or we didn't get to bed on time or we, you know, whatever. And then like work obligations and different priorities and things like that, that all adds to like how we parent in the moment because yeah, we're not always coming to the table like a hundred percent our best selves, but we have to act like we are no matter what the circumstances. And that's where the struggle comes in. <laughs> you just literally or, or are just giving fe- everything you have. Feeling like you're getting owned. By, by a two-year-old? By a two... But like... Like not only physically, but also mentally. Like yes. <laughs> they, they fucking own what's going on up here right yes, now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So we can move on. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So my fail is different. It's, you know, not about parenting and all that. But um, I had this like moment the other night. We were talking and I just was thinking how like... So when I'm in an interesting situation right now, you guys. Okay. I'll be a hundo with you. Like... Majority of my life, you know, I, I, I acted, you know, and even when I wasn't like technically acting, like let's say I wasn't like on a show or I wasn't working, I was still quote unquote acting because I was auditioning. I was like in that hustle. Um, and at the time, like influencing and social media, like back in my like peak of like acting days, like that didn't exist. Right. So like I was just acting. Um, and so now, you know, more responsibility than ever on my plate, on our plate, but like on our, my plate, (laughs) you know, um, and not having acting, you know, to like really be like the basis of where I can like, I guess find some, I don't know, support some income. I'm constantly always scheming. Like I'm literally constantly thinking like, okay, where am I going to find like that next chunk of security? Mm -hmm. Um, and so with that comes, a lot of just brain power that I'm using at all times. Like, okay, figure it out, Danielle, you got this. Like I can always rely on myself. I know that for a fact. And when opportunities come my way, like I feel this different kind of pressure to analyze them differently. Whereas like in the past, like when you have that baseline of security, you know, like, okay, I'm on a, on a series or whatever. I, I know that like a chunk's coming in at some point in the near future. 
maybe I wouldn't say yes to other things because I'd be like, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily need to spread myself so thin. But now I'm like saying yes to things that I'm just like, what happens if one day I'm just so tired and I can't like make the call or I can't create the content or I can't perform, you know, well enough to like make everyone happy. Like that part's so different. And it's really not when I really think about it, like it's really not that different from my acting days because I always had to come to the table ready to perform and like execute and be available and like be a yes person. But now it's just so much more, um, there's like so many different lanes, you know, like if I really thought about all the different lanes that I like touch on a, on a, maybe not daily, but at least weekly basis, I'm Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, yeah, I need some Drew coffee on tap. <laughs> that sounds bomb right now. So like my fail is the, the, the sometimes that like weight that like I feel out of nowhere and I'm a pretty optimistic person, but there are times when I'm like, and it's usually at the end of the day when I'm tired and I'm like looking at the calendar and I'm looking at the obligation that I have or whatever. And I'm just like, Oh, okay. How are we going to do it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think, um, do you think that, that, part of like not that you're not able to do it but i think like in acting right in my mind it's easier even if like you know you haven't slept or you've got family pressures or whatever and you still need to show up and do what you do best right it's a little easier in that environment because of people and because of energy yeah yeah well you like i mean i was usually working on sound stages even when you're on location but there's something about working on a sound stage like Mm -hmm. you legit go into that box and like you don't see daylight like you're in there you're in this like different orbit where that's all that matters Mm -hmm. um most of the time like you're you're working so much that and on victorious like a lot of the times i mean not me necessarily but like they would like say drop your phone in this basket oh really yeah dude wow and not like i was older so like i could get away with having it because i was like you know class pet it's just how i operate through life Mm -hmm. um but but yeah like even so i didn't have the time or the space and again like it wasn't like i was posting all the time it was such a different world yeah um but yeah what i'm saying is like you really don't think too too much about the outside world because nobody allows it to be important right yeah I think the point that I was trying to make is, is, is now like without as much of that part or really any of it right mm-hmm. now, you, you will get back to that. I feel that in my heart. We're, we're doing everything solo. So you're, you're literally floating. Like if you don't create structure for yourself, if you don't create a team around you and pull these people in, like you create zero energy, mm-hmm. zero like team around you. You know, sure. it's for me, it's a lot harder to get things done like that. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm floating. Right. You know? Yeah. I guess the whole point why I was trying to make is you saying like, you know, you, it almost feels overwhelming sometimes to think about all these things you're going to do. Like you're going to be able to do them well enough. You're going to be able to perform and stuff. And I think that like when I think about that, the difference for me is when it's just you showing up day in and day out, it's harder versus like being held accountable by a group of people gotcha. and having energy around you. Gotcha. Yeah. I guess like, the win in that is that I do have most, like most of the things I'm, I'm touching, people are holding me accountable, mm. right? Like, so if we use the example of like, you know, let's say I'm working with a brand partner or if I'm coming in as like an investor, but I'm like a strategic investor and I have obligations to like get the brand out there, whatever, make connections, that sort of thing. Like there are people that are on these emails that are like, you know, or things on my calendar that I have to like do or versus like you with Drew, 
you know, it's just you yourself and you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like you gotta, you gotta figure out how to like make sure everything's organized, make sure everything's in motion. You're making sales, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like they're very different, Mm -hmm. you know, like I always come on board of something. Mm -hmm. The only thing that like maybe is, no, I don't, I can't even say kind or similar because we've got a massive team now. Yeah. So yeah, I I have respect for you. It was that in the beginning, but Andrew was the guy who had to create some sort of structure to make this vehicle move. Oh yeah. yeah. I I only ask that because I'm learning that about myself as we go through the last two and a half years. There's something that I enjoy about having like working within a framework and Mm -hmm. working like with at least one other person so that there's some type of energy there. Cause when I'm responsible for literally doing everything, setting strategy, setting, you know, creating organization, figuring out how like things are going to get executed. It's, it's challenging for me to tick all those boxes for sure. You know? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't envy being in that situation, but the the flip side, the upside of that is that you then can reap so much more of the rewards and you have a lot more control if you like look at it that way. Yeah. It's, it's made me have so much more respect for like true entrepreneurs that have a vision and then they execute it. And it may not always be pretty. There's probably no like here's step A, step B, step C sort of thing. But they just get shit done. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They rev on like a different gear, which like I feel like I click into that gear a lot. But the the X factors are everything around us, right? Like, you know, I, like I, I couldn't I couldn't selfishly be in that <laughs> gear all the time, which like I'd love to like I thrive there. But, you know. Yeah. There's people, places, and things that need me and us. So Got it. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Wait, coming back to like, we'll get there eventually. Um, can we take a quick break and come back and talk about like this weekend that we just had? I think that works. <laughs> Where there wasn't any people, places, and things that needed us really. I like it. Okay. We'll be right back. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. If you love exceptional coffee, now is the time to go to drewcoffee.co and use code adulting at checkout for 30% off. Guys, people love the coffee, but what I love more is the impact that I'm trying to make or that we're trying to make with Drew Coffee. I, uh, I wanted to pair something that's near and dear to my heart, which is amazing coffee and just the experience of coffee with something bigger than a product, which in our case is coffee. Um, so that's sustainability. It's something that is becoming more and more important. It's, it's partly because I'm aging and thinking about the world differently. Um, but with Drew, like I've said in the past, like I really want Drew to be the example for other, uh, coffee businesses and just businesses in general. So specifically with Drew, just to give you a little insight, when I thought about creating Drew and the product and how it gets to you, I've thought about all things from sourcing. So, uh, who we source from, how they produce, what we pay the producers, um, to the packaging that we use, which is compostable, to uh, the shipping materials that we use, which is uh, boxes made from fully recycled materials, compostable tape, um, to how it gets shipped to you, which we use a shipping partner that offsets uh, carbon emissions for shipping. And... Um, ultimately making a larger impact, which is why we recently partnered with One Tree Planted. If you're not familiar with One Tree Planted, for every bag of Drew Coffee that you guys buy, they will plant a tree in our name. So it's it's really, really cool. And I think we can make a massive impact 
um, as Drew Coffee grows. So for those of you who already tried, thank you so much for the support. For those of you who have not, again, now is the time. Go to drewcoffee.co, use code adulting at checkout and get 30% off. And now back to adulting like a mother father. All right, we're back. Um, we need to dive into stagecoach because we did it a little differently than most per just adulting like mother fathers. Um, and then after that, I want to, I want to get into these like different segments because I think they're actually really interesting. So we'll see how that goes. But first, so you guys, everything was kind of a bit last minute per usual with stagecoach. Like, I secured the tickets probably about a month ago and then like slid into the DMs of Hotel Paseo, which like we've stayed there before. So we knew like what to expect. It wasn't far too far from the venue. Um, and like, it just was like a vibe we were familiar with and they're so awesome. They comped us a, a room and then like just all the changes started to come our way. Right. Like we were, we were supposed to go on a Friday. Then I asked Andrew, like you, you down to go on a Friday? He goes, well, Maybe we'll go on Saturday and stay through the end of Sunday because I really want to see Luke Combs. And I was like, did I say it right? Luke yeah, Combs. I'm okay. surprised you remember that. Yeah. And so um, I'm a visual person. I saw his name. Mm. That was the only way. I could, yeah. Um, and so then we switched gears. And like, of course, when we switch, switch gears, and if you're a parent, you get it. It's like everything around you then has to switch gears because we had, you know, family coming to to hang with the kids and then Namie coming to stay overnight and like made sure all of that worked. And then long story short, we got there on Saturday. Okay. It was like a what three three hour trip, yeah. And like, I'll be a hundo with you. Like, I I've, I thoroughly enjoyed Stagecoach, but like something about the ride in and the ride out that just like not solitude because you were there, but like that like time where you just don't have to, you can't do anything. You're like forced to just sit still. That's probably like best for my personality because mm. otherwise, if someone's not like if I'm not in a car seat with a seatbelt on, I, I can't. Sit still, or if I'm not uh, sitting here with a, a microphone, car seat, a seat that's a I in guess a it would car. Be a car seat. Yeah, yeah. I, I pictured a, a baby car seat. Right <laughs> yeah, <away>. of course. <laughs> we should have put um, you in that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I enjoyed those moments a lot. I don't know. What about you? Yeah. No. Same. Same. It was like super relaxing mm -hmm. to have like a a multi hour period of time with like nobody asking for anything listening to her music no screaming there was music there was even some quiet time mm -hmm. uh no that was great I, some chili cheese fries yeah. from plant what was it called plant power food oh yeah that place is bomb yeah that's like that's our ritual stop yep. there yeah that's in um redlands if, yeah redlands yeah if you guys ever get and there's one way. in i think there's one now they were in hollywood one here yeah, yeah 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 um yeah, like those moments feel so few and far between that it just is like precious time. Mm -hmm. Precious yeah, time. Yeah, but I want, I want more of it. Of course. So let's get into our peaks and our pit of the weekend. Peak and pit. Peak for me, 100% was, uh, was, uh, Lee Bryce. Yeah. To be honest, I, I didn't even know Lee Bryce before Saturday. I mean, he, we knew his music. I guess I knew his music, but I didn't even know his name. Oh, you know, yeah, I've probably same. seen his name once or twice. But, anyways, He's a, he's a country artist, obviously, uh, but he freaking killed it. Yeah, he, he was killed good. it. Like he was so dope, had great energy. Um, 
you know, did what good artists do. And, and like, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to his music. And I, as soon as he was done, I was like, he just gained a new fan. Yeah, for sure. Me too. And he reposted my frame and I was like, Lee, what's up though? Are we like buds now? What's happening? Plus he had a dope hat that I'm trying to find right now. It's in like Music City Outlaws or something. I forgot to tell you the guy who created that hat. Yeah. He said it'll be back in stock in two weeks. Nice. Um, yeah. So do you want to go into your peak or, I mean, your pit or should I hit my peak? Um, I'll go to my pit. My, okay. My pit was, uh, my pit was just after it was, it was, uh, Sunday and it's actually a two parter. So we spent so much time and energy trying to make a decision whether or not we were going to stay. It was like, we wanted to stay because in my mind, it was like, this was the plan. Like, just follow the plan. I, I end up thinking way too hard about these things. Like just follow the plan. Don't think too hard about it. You'll be home Monday as planned. Right. But then we we didn't. We spent hours, <laughs> hours. Like we went and got a coffee. Oh, we'll figure it out after coffee. Uh, we went back to the hotel. We'll figure it out at the hotel. <laughs> and we had to go get brunch. We were waiting for this place to open, which also was really good. It was called like Ta- Tanya's Chef Tanya's. Kitchen. Or yeah, something. Chef Tanya's Kitchen. We're like, oh, we'll figure it out there. No, okay, okay. Give me five minutes in the car back to the hotel and <laughs> to tell you where I stand. And it wasn't until we called Gio. Yeah. And heard his little voice and we both looked at each other in the car and went like, let's go back to the hotel and pack yeah. up. Because he's doing this thing right now where he goes, I need you. I need you back. Yeah. I need you back. It's hard to say no, but I, look, when you take a step back, like he's just saying those things a lot right now. I know. Right? I mean, he and, said it when we went today to the office. It's I like, know. it's, you know, know, and we're going to be back in an hour. But you're like, ah, shit. All yeah. right. Yeah, we're coming. Exactly. Anyway, so we spent way too much time and energy trying to figure out what we're, what we're doing and I'm... I can definitely fall into that bucket where I spend way too much time trying to make decisions. And then when you finally make a decision and a little bit of time passes, you're like, why the fuck did I waste so much time trying to make that decision? It really doesn't matter one way or the other. Just mm-hmm. make the damn decision and move on. Yeah, for sure. And then right? you make the best of it. And also you wouldn't know otherwise, like what it would have been the other way. hundred percent, hundred percent. So that, that was part one. Part two for me was like more of a mental thing. I'm finding now in my thirties that Sometimes when I drink, like I really get some gnarly blues Mm. day after and depends how hard I go or if it's multiple days of drinking, like it can affect me for two, three, four days. And I hate that. Like Mm. I felt, I'm just going to be really vulnerable here. I felt so down on Sunday, just pessimistic, like didn't really care. For some reason, I felt like, uh, I felt a, a huge sense of FOMO, like, we're missing out if we go home and we're missing out if we stay here. Like it just, nothing felt great. And I hate that. And that's one of the reasons it was so important for me to wake up Monday and go work out was to just reset. And it has helped a lot, but I don't know, like maybe there's somebody we can bring on at some point to talk about like scientifically what's going on there. Cause I know there are a lot of people that will say the same thing. You know, what's interesting about that is that I don't know if you grew up hearing this, but because like when I was younger, my, I remember hearing a lot about ADHD because my brother, they like diagnosed him with that. And I remember hearing that, like, I don't know if this is true, but coffee works differently with people who are ADHD. Like it like mellows them out. Right. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't do the same for me. Like I get like more revved up. I'm like more energetic, more motivated, more focused. And with alcohol, I'm the same. Like the next day, like on Sunday, I was not hungover. I was, I was like ready to. I know you were ready to go, and that was so hard. Like I know, I'm sorry. I, I just was know, like, but I, don't I know felt what was bad. Happening. Like I don't want to be that energy when somebody else is like, 
optimistic and ready to go. Like you don't need to be dealing with me, but at the same time, like I just was where I was. Totally. You know? No, dude, that's what it is in a relationship. You deal with me being, yeah. you know, in my field yeah. sometimes. I just, Hey, I find myself in that spot more often than I would like to. And mm -hmm. it's frustrating because I try to do the things that I can control. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm like narrowing in on it a little bit more now. And I think part of it is like, in a lot of ways, I do the things that I should do that I can control. But in a lot of ways, like I don't keep promises with myself. And I think that that's where the, it's like feelings of, of insecurity, feelings of like not being enough, not doing enough, those sorts of things. Like they, they really come to the forefront. And it's because like there are, there are certain things that like I've said I wanted to do or I said I'm going to do and don't do. And every mm -hmm. time like for me, when I don't do something I set out to do or say that I'm going to do, mm -hmm. then it brings up those feelings. Sure. You know? Um, so yeah, I lost my train of thought there. No, but. no, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. It's, um, I've noticed that pattern with you and I think it's just like trial and error. You're, you're doing all the things you're trying to figure yeah. it out. You will, you know, and and I, I hate to simplify it, but I swear to you, this has like been true for a lot of cases in my life. When I have enough going on that I'm like amped on, mm -hmm. like passionate about, excited for, you know, enough to look forward to, like something on the calendar, or whatever, like a lot of those like day to day moments that may have gotten me down or weighed me down before, like they don't, re they're not as relevant because I'm like, I got to keep this train going. For sure. For sure. So I think that's like the biggest thing that I'm trying to help for you and even myself. But like, what can we have that feels bigger than like this mm -hmm. to know that like there's so much more out there going on Yeah. that like this is irrelevant yeah. in some ways. I think, it, I mean, a lot of it I've learned for me comes down to planning and I wasn't a great planner. And the more I, the more I plan and the more I keep myself busy, the less I'm able to just sit in my head and think. And that's where I fall into traps sometimes. And I also, what I noticed, and I think I told you this yesterday was I've had a tendency in the past and I did this this weekend is when I'm feeling down, I'm seeking pleasure over purpose, right? But mm. when you have purpose over pleasure, like you're, you're way less effective, mm. right? For me. That. So like, that's something that stuck in my head when we were trying to figure out what, whether to stay or go home was the pleasure is like, um, chasing, like I don't have an alcohol problem at all, but I know if I'm feeling down, once we get to the venue and I have a couple of drinks, like I'll be in a different headspace and, I, and I'll enjoy it at least temporarily, right? But that's pleasure versus go home and do what I'm supposed to do, which is my purpose. And that's go home and see my kids and be a dad, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So that was, for me, that was one of the deciding factors. Yeah. Anyways. Aw. What about you? All right. Um, peak was lots of peaks, okay? I could like, I click into that like young and free mode and I'm just like I'm young and free like I, I was wearing less clothes than I have I posted <laughs> pictures of myself with less clothes than I have in a while like you know like I just feel felt like this is my chance you know I never get these moments rarely get these moments and it's with you like I just want to seize the moment and we had a lot of fun times like laugh dance the music was good like I don't I rarely ever drink and just having a few drinks just it really like lightened me up. It mm -hmm. helped me realize like be present. Don't think too much about, you know, anything like the kids and all that. Like this is for you to just have a good time. Um, 
my pit, um, and it's not really even a big pit, but it's just something that I deal with is like this feeling of, am I doing enough? Am I capitalizing on this moment? Am I making the most of it financially? How do I get more deals here? Like, how do I create more content? Like, am I schmoozing with the right people? Like, am I missing out on like something that like the stupid shit that like, it's not, doesn't feel stupid in the moment. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know, yes, I'm here for fun. And I'm so glad that we're like, we're having this time together because we would rarely get that kind of time. But also I'm like, why do I feel like I have to be capturing all of it on my phone? Why do I feel like I have to make sure that I get some like reels up? Why do I make sure, why do I feel like I, 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 why do I feel bad about myself? Because I wasn't here on like a paid brand deal. Like why, why, Mm. you know? And like, why did I feel that way leading up to it? I was like, I need to just make X amount of money. I got to figure out who I can reach out to, to like get some money on this, on this trip. Because I am competitive. And when I know that other influencers and that's what I'm doing right now are going there with like, you know, either a brand and I've done it in the past. So I know what that feels like, you know, everything's really taken care of, you know, you're walking away with some money in your pocket, but you're also able to have fun. You also like, which is a crazy concept, right? Yeah. For most people, like most people are spending harder money Yeah, dude. on the tickets that on a hotel or like if they're in the RV part or renting a house or whatever, like then you're paying for all your drinks, which are a freaking fortune there, yep. your food for the weekend, everything, like everything is like from hard earned money. Right. Yep. Whereas like a select group of people have the ability because they have influence to go and it's taken care of, or you're making money. Like you're staying in a nice place. Like, yep. You may have like car service taken care of. It's a totally different experience. Totally. And I've experienced it all ways. And, um, and yeah, it's weird. It's like, you know, just trying to keep that at bay so that you could still enjoy and be so, so grateful that you even have the means and the opportunity to be there and the time away to like connect. Um, so I kind of like teetered back and forth between those two feelings, but for the majority of the time, like I was just so excited to be away and like my energy, everything felt really Yeah, it was a blast. It was a blast. Really fun. We had fun together. Really fun. I think like, I mean, look, comparison is, is the root of those feelings, right? But also I think that there's a place for you and for everybody to create things that are just for you. Like they're just play, right? I know. You're not accountable to anybody else. Like you're not thinking about anybody else, but you and having a good time. I want to get better at that. And that's one of my goals. Um, because I know how important it is and I know how much balance it adds to your life. Like how you're able to just approach parenting differently, how you're able to approach work things differently. Um, all of that. Like I need the play to be able to go hard in other ways. And that's why I loved, um, Lee Bryce's song. Um, what's it called? Drink, uh, Drinking class. Drinking class because he talks a lot about like busting your back all the, all week long and then having like Friday, Saturday and Sunday to just enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've so rarely had jobs like that, you right. know, like for the most of my like job life, which started very early in life, I just was always sort of like working. Even when I wasn't, I was thinking about how I could be working. It's right. like, I don't know, trying to work backwards because now that we have a family, I think it's important to be able to like turn it off. And check in to just being like in the moment, having fun. I just don't know if I'm ever going to like figure it out. Mm, yeah, I can see how it feels like that. You will. Yeah. You will. You have to. It's almost like a, I almost feel like, and I know this doesn't exist, but it's like I almost feel like you have to earn enough or have enough in order to like actually enjoy. 
And I know that that's the worst mindset to be in because you'll A, never earn enough. You'll never have enough because there's no metric for that, right? Like the the, the metric always moves the mm-hmm. more that you do, in yep. my opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can't think like that. I just need to get better about being grateful and accepting that like, this is just all a part of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. <laughs> 100%. Should we, um, let's just jump into, so we got a few new segments. It's, it's time to just add a little bit, switch things up, have a little fun. Okay. Um, so we got a few things that we want to run through. The first one is called, here's something I didn't know. Okay. Go for it, Andrew. Hit so, us. okay. So for you homeowners out there, if you, uh, if, especially if you work from home, run a business from your home, if you've done improvements to your house, specifically your, your the office portion of your house, I didn't know until last week that you can, you essentially tally up the renovation costs and you can depreciate these renovation costs over, I think it's from three to 27 and a half years. This, this part's relevant. Your, your tax person can help you out with this, which may be me someday. I don't know. Cause I've found that I really enjoy that part. Um, you can depreciate these home improvements. So, so a, you can do the home improvements, make your space more beautiful, create some value. B, you get a tax advantage by depreciating these home improvements over time. And you can take that depreciation expense over whatever useful life you apply, whether it's three years or 27 and a half years or whatever. Um, so I didn't know that, but that that's great for us. Cause we're in this boat. Like we literally, we, we have a formula that we use to, uh, come up with like which how much of our home is our office right and so we can apply these renovation expenses over that piece that we've come up with from the formula to for our office of the house if that makes sense and uh it's a win-win you know we're creating some value and getting a tax advantage along the way wow thank you so much that was great and the rest of it the rest of it that's personal uh you add to the cost basis of the home and so when you sell the home that gives you a tax advantage as well, right? Because it it increases your cost basis. So your profit is lower, which is the portion that you actually get taxed on. And if you live in California and you're married, if uh, you, you can take up to 500K in profit tax-free from the sale of uh, yeah. your personal property. Mm-hmm. Um, f- 15% of that really landed <laughs> um, with me. And, you know, and I just want to preface this with like, listen, guys, if that resonated with you, go on with your bad self. If it didn't, go on with your bad self. Okay? Mate, this is a, that's some real adulting that's shit some right there. Real adulting shit. And I just think that also like, Summer equipped to really thrive in that like expertise and like mm-hmm. dig in really just mm-hmm. like dig that hole and find out these nuggets of really prime information that could actually save you a lot of money. And for that, Andrew, like I am so grateful. 100%. Here's why I like And for it. that also, like don't go anywhere. <laughs> but yes. Yes. And yes, I'd like it because I like to solve problems. Like lock me in a room for however long I need and let me solve a problem we for you. Know. Two. Taxes apply to everybody. Everybody who makes money has to pay taxes. Mm-hmm. So if I can help you save money or make you money, it's a win. Ooh, and there it is. There's your slogan and yeah, another endeavor is in, what about you, in the works. What is okay. something that you didn't know? I mean, this one's lame, okay? Inert. Oh, are you taking it from last week's episode? Uh, you listen, I've used it like twice since then what in is, conversation to people. Okay? I've heard you. Yeah, no, and I'm running I was with the one it. that said I was going to take it, but you took uh, it. Yeah, no, I'm a low-key like sniper like that. I, yeah, no, inert is a badass word, and I really, and we just got our Ahimsa plates and Which forks and yeah, all the things. 
and they're dope. And I was like, listen, guys, like when my aunt, my mom, my grandma were over yesterday, I said, I just want to let you guys know, like, you know, we're switching everything out. The kids don't have any more plastic. Like I just, I'll explain to you why if you're interested, but just know this, like stainless steel is inert. And what'd they say? Um, actually I got a really, I got a really great response. What did from your Vivi. mom say? No, it's radio silence there. <laughs> um, but my aunt was like, I've been hearing a lot about this. And what I, what I realized that was is cause she's on social media and she's uh, probably been seeing all of our adulting reels. I don't know. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are talking about obviously plastic being awful for us, but like, I was like, yeah, dude, cause that's our content just drilling into if you. Fo- if you follow adulting and you see anybody comment four leaf clovers, this <laughs> <laughs> This is Vivi. <laughs> She's such a gift. Okay. Next segment. Um, okay. What kind of content are you consuming these days, Andrew? Okay. This is just one piece. One okay. piece week to week. I, I think you said you have multiple, but it's supposed to be one piece. You do what you want. Okay. It's your <laughs> Thank world you. We're That's living the in. world I live in. The one piece of content that I'm loving that I recommend for you guys is uh, I'm re-listening to a book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. He was a Navy SEAL. This guy like pushes his his mind and body to the ultimate limit. Like He's run like multiple ultra marathons which are like a hundred miles or something like that like insane right like run marathons on like broken feet and all sorts of stuff anyways if you're into like mindset mental strength pushing yourself past the point that you ever thought possible this is a read for you or a listen for you it's called can't hurt me by david goggins okay i um I had some other ones that I was going to throw at you, but since you were talking about that book, I want to recommend a book that I read a while ago that I love and was so thoroughly um, inspired by. It's a book called Thrive. Um, and this guy, okay, basically like a master triathlete. Um, he's the, the guy behind Vega, that like nutrition supplement mm. brand. Um, but he is incredible because he basically does everything that like someone may not think he's possible of doing because possible. Well, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> Try <it> again. <laughs> I hate talking about things that are important, like quoting things. And stuff. <laughs> I get so nervous. I'm like, I'm not this person. I don't read that much, but when I do, I like love it. And I don't know how to like explain it. Cause I feel like no one takes me serious, but anyways, he's, he's incredible. His name's Brendan Brazier, I think. And, um, he, um, is like a massive, like vegan, crazy, awesome, healthy dude. And like, has pushed his body to like every limit and like sixties. I'm done now. Um, other <laughs> you, content you, I'm consuming. You, you, you know what I know that you're uncomfortable. I'm so scared. Your eyes get really big and they don't close at all. I start looking like, like the- Ramona singer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> okay. Um, other content. Okay. For like, you know, more my, uh, this, m- this more is, on brand this, for this me. This is the bonus piece. Here it is. Um, American Idol, guys. Really, really Ooh. solid. I don't know if you've heard of the show, but really solid piece Wh- of content. Who do you like? Oh, gosh. Um, I like Noah. I like, um, oh, gosh, I'm blanking out on people's names. Don't ask me that kind of thing. It's like knowing the author of the book that I just mentioned. I just can't. Right, you just I like consume, it. but I'm very absent-minded. Mm-hmm. Also physically absent. <laughs> when are you consuming this? Oh, like when I'm doing the dishes and it's on and you're sitting on the couch. Yeah. I like consume it from a distance, but mm-hmm. I'm there. Um, all right. Oh, another person I'm loving these days. Listen to Oh, we're bit. still going. <laughs> yeah. Lee Bryce, guys, if you didn't hear about him in the beginning of the show. Yeah. That's sorry, a good I one. wrote this down before we started talking. So just, I'm going to keep going. Um, and just like classic podcasts that like are just sort of like no brainers that I listen to on the reg when I can. Uh, like? Okay. Like, oh gosh, love. Absolutely not. Heather McMahon. She's my chick. She's hilarious. Um, 
love and also like an ask Nick, you know, really just helps me harness my relationship ability, you know, become a better person for you. And, um, you know what else I'm consuming? Some reels guys. I've been actually checking out some reels. It took me a long time to actually hit the reel tab on Instagram. But then what happened was what happened was Kelly, Daniel, love you, Kelly. Um, she started helping my account, which is like a first, like I've, I've been doing this whole Instagram thing without any help and I'm not good at it. I'm okay at it, but I'm not good at it. And like shit was just going haywire, you guys, to be completely a hundo, like losing followers, like no one's seeing stuff. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I also don't want to spend time on something that's not going to like do any good for me. So I was like, Kelly, I need your help. And so she started sending me reels and then I would get like on a reel and I would be like, I'm going to make this. And then I'd start like getting locked in watching reels. So now I'm one of you. Um, and by you, I mean, Andrew, um, next, uh, segment guys, we're moving on. Okay, so um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that about wraps it up. We do have one more thing. I just wanted to say uh, for those of you guys that that listened through and hit play today, thank you. Uh, I know you have you've got a lot of choices in podcasts. Okay, <laughs> when it comes to your listening choices, there are plentiful, uh, and we're appreciative that you're riding with us and adulting like a mother father. So thank you. Before we send you guys off for hopefully an epic week. Uh, want to do the last little thing and I want to continue to do this because I think this is really cool and I want to end on this kind of note. Dan. Yes, Anne. What is one thing that you're excited about for the weekend? Oh, Andrew, I can't do one. <laughs> no, Andrew, let me do two or three. Two. Three. The last one's just a mention. Okay, number one, I have a girl's day tomorrow. Okay. I'm going wine tasting in Malibu with like a friend of yours, actually a friend of Andrew's that he grew up with. Like as a kid, I made friends with his wife. They don't even live in California. She lives in St. George, but she's coming out this way with a group of her friends I've never even met. And she was just like, we're going to be in Malibu. Do you want to do a wine day with us? And I said, yes, because I am into this. Like, I'm just here to have a good time. I'm not here for a long time. Um, and then also Wednesday, I'm also excited about a few things happening. Then something's on the calendar that Andrew hasn't told me what we're doing, but we're doing something together. And I'm really excited about that. Um, we've got some work stuff that day that I'm excited about. And then that night we're going to dinner for our friend Chad's birthday. And then after, I didn't even tell you this, we're going to a country music show at the oh, we're actually country gonna do club. That? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. And then you guys, how many things I'm almost done Friday, Andrew and I, are getting on an airplane for the first time in years for the quickest trip ever, but to do something so epic. So we're going to go Friday, come back Saturday, and it's going to be so much fun. Can I tease that a little bit more? Lean in a little bit. For Just Friday. Lean in a for tiny Friday. bit. Because that, that was my thing. And I know you don't want to like give it all away. Okay, go ahead. I mean, these are just the OGs that listen to us. Like, hopefully they don't, they don't like, just lean a little bit. A little. Go so ahead. Friday's going to be, Friday's going to be epic. It's, it's, uh, did you say first time on a plane in, in yeah, a while? Yeah, You did say that. Okay. So that, that'll be interesting because we used to fly a lot and mm -hmm. then it was like dead stop. Friday, we will meet a male who is. And a female. And a female. Mm -hmm. Okay. A male and a female. That we, the girl that introduced Andrew and I. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. not that's yeah. that's yeah. okay. Yeah, but also the male is is uh he's doing something super cool and <laughs> super fun. Okay, and then we come back on Saturday. Enough. Um, and then Sunday is Mother's Day. It's a day for me. It's a day for our moms. It's a day for you. If you are a mom, it's Mother's Day. Yeah. 
And that's a show for us, guys. I want to say thanks again. Hope you guys have a great week. Uh, that's it. Peace. <laughs> thanks for listening to Adulting Like a Mother Father. New episodes drop every Tuesday right here. So make sure you tune in for all the goods. <laughs>